Hey, get a fucking pencil, number two, and write it down, you fucking retard. Quit asking me so many fucking questions. The fuck out of my bay. All right, welcome back to the Flat Rate Tech Podcast. It's another one. Another one. What's with all the rappers doing that shit in the beginning of songs? You know what I'm talking about? The DJ has to announce their name. DJ Gallon! Another one. I'm going to start doing that. I need to come up with one. Another waiter. (laughs) Another shit ticket. My dispatcher's a dickhead. Another one. Another shitty shot. On today's episode, I want to talk about what I would do if I started over as a technician. I think I might have used some kind of clickbait title to this. Patreon people get it. Maybe that's why you clicked on this episode. Another waiter. Hey, patch this tire. I like that one. I got a lot of listeners in Brooklyn, New York, dude. That's got to be... The best shit-talking shops around, dude, right? New Yorkers got the fucking... They can shit-talk, dude. Hey, fucker. Patch this fucking tire before you eat your fucking pizza. Fuck your lunch, man. That sounds more like Boston, doesn't it? Y'all gotta wear fucking vests when you work on cars, don't you? Packing heat... Oh, you can't even carry fucking pistols in New York, dude. That fucking sucks, man. That sucks. Another one. Hey, stick that fucking pizza up your ass. Don't do no fucking pizza party in this fucking shop. Eh? Just fucking rotate the tires for free, man. Come on. Alright, what the fuck was this episode about? I'm fucking back. Relaxed. Not really. Anyways, I'll try to go again. Here we go. So I wanted to do an episode on what I would do if I started over as a tech. Okay, with all the changes in the industry since I started 20-something years ago, which is an insane amount. Not only the cars and trucks have changed dramatically, but shops, shop environments, management, pay, attitudes, work-life balance. So many fucking changes, right? So today, I'm going to act like I'm a new guy. Like, I'm a fucking new... Hey, you fucking FNG! Come over here and fucking rotate my tires while I eat my fucking pizza. It's Boston. Fuck you guys. God damn it. Alright, so... Let's just say I got... I Let's just say I just got out of stupid fucking high school. Alright? I took some gas engine class in there, but I didn't really fucking learn much. You know... But I have a car and it's a piece of shit. And I've been working on it myself, okay? So today they have fucking internet, right? Didn't have internet when I first started. Kinda. Not like this. But uh, let's just say I watch YouTube and I learned how to replace my alternator. I learned how to install fucking stereo in my car. 
put on my own brakes, wired up a big stupid light bar on my grill all by myself, hung it up there using zip ties, and I put fucking lights in my wheel well. And I drive a fucking Kia Soul, all right? So let's say by doing all these stupid little things here and there to my own car, I bought some tools at the local hardware store, all right? I bought some fucking Haskies. Some Matcos, some used Matcos, some shit like that. Not Snap-ons, because they're too expensive. Ah, shit. So, let's say I already have basic tools, alright? I got enough to do what I've done to my cars, and I've worked on some buddies' cars, okay? To my friends, I'm a mechanic, right? Because they look at me replacing their brake pads and think I'm a master fucking technician. So, in my head, I'm thinking, hey, maybe I am a mechanic, right? Maybe I should be a mechanic. I'm out of school. College is fucking dumb. It's a waste of fucking money. I'm going to go to the local dealership and apply for a job, right? So now with the internet, the YouTubes, the podcasts, I search for what it's like to be a mechanic. What pops up? A lot of bullshit. A lot of funny shit. Some truth. But mostly a lot of hacks complaining about work, like me, for instance. Right? So I listen to the Flat Rate Tech podcast and I say, well, that sounds fun. That sounds like a fucking job I can do. You know, go to work, fuck around a little bit, make some fucking bags, go home, eat some fucking pizza. (laughs) So it sounds like a challenge, right? Sounds like I can make a lot of money. And this guy's already answered all my questions about the industry without sugarcoating it and being told bullshit, right? Anyways... So I go to the dealership and I sit down and talk to the manager. I tell him what I've done to my own car, my friend's cars, and how I have my own tools to start, right? The boss says, we can get you in the shop as a technician within a year. You just have to start in the lube shop, do your online training, and we will send you to school. We need motivated technicians just like you. After you get back from school, you get a pay raise. And you get put in the shop as a technician. When can you start? So all that sounds good, right? Well, it actually doesn't sound fucking good at all. It sounds like a fucking salesman that's trying to reel you in as soon as possible before you go apply somewhere else. Maybe they walk you around the shop and you see the lifers in their prison cells in the lube shop. 40-year-old lube techs. They look like they started in that very same fucking bay 20 years ago. It's like, have you ever went to the local jail on a field trip when you were in school? If you fucking made it past fucking fifth grade? Like a school field trip. They take you to a local jail and walk you around it, and you see the same fucking thing, right? People in jail cells being told what to do, when to do it. Same fucking thing. So you're like, I don't know, man, this place looks kind of fucking down. Everybody looks down. So you tell the stupid fucking manager to his stupid fucking face, hey, I'm going to think about it and I'll get back with you. So you go somewhere else. You go down the street and you talk to the next dealership. You walk in there, the boss says, hey, we can start you out as a lube tech and train you to become a technician. You can expect to be a technician in the shop within about two years, usually depending on your abilities and your training that you completed. Then he says, we have a training path in place written down right here. 
So he shows it to you, and it shows you working as a lube tech and doing your basic training for that position. The lube shop team leader will work with you one-on-one and show you how we inspect the vehicles and what we look for. He will teach you how to do everything you will be doing as a lube tech, right? Once you complete your lube tech online training and are capable of doing your job as a lube tech correctly and efficiently, we will give you more online training to complete to be a line technician. Once you complete that training, you'll be sent to school for basic electrical training. Once you pass that, you'll be able to work with a technician in the shop every other day and rotate with other technicians who are also on the same path as you. Right? You're going to learn all the different processes and procedures that our technicians have to complete. You'll learn how to use the computer and perform maintenance and repairs, right? All while completing your online training and attending more schooling. Then, once you reach this certain point, you'll be a line technician. All of it laid out right there in front of you. Step by step, all depends on you. How you work, how motivated you are to succeed, and how well you perform at your job dictates your career outcome. Then he takes you for a field trip around his shop, and you see the same thing. Prison cells. (laughs) But the prisoners there all look well-fed, right? They got big, useless, shiny toolboxes. The shop's nice and clean. The lube techs are young. You see some techs in the shop that look young, too, but they just caught a case, you know what I'm saying? Hey, he got fucking picked off. Selling cigarettes. <laughs> you fucking guys, dude. Uh, so you walk around and you ask to see the employee parking lot. You look at the employee's cars. You see, I don't know, a GTR. You see a fucking lifted F-250, a Mustang. Shit like that. You see a Cadillac CTSV with fucking drag radials on the back. Fucking drag radials, dude. This fucking car's fast. He must fucking build fast fucking cars. You see some cool shit. It looks promising. Like the techs there are making fucking bags. Alright? This one sounds better, right? Everything laid out right in front of you. A plan to succeed. The other shop, I guarantee you'd be stuck in a lube shop for fucking three years if you even make it that long. You know what I'm saying? This boss actually sounds like he has a plan. And he does. Because he fucking wrote it down. So if this was me, I'd go to the second place. This dealership, this shop, whatever the fuck it is. Even though it says it would take two years to be a line tech and the other one said it would take one, this one has everything fucking laid out for you. That's the way these fucking shops need to do it, dude. But they don't. It's not my fault. It's not your fault either. It's their fault. So now what do I do? I need a toolbox. I want to work at this shop. So I would go to Harbor Freight. Have a fucking freight. And I'd get a big ass tool cart. Toolboxes are fucking useless unless you sponsor this podcast and you make toolboxes. Otherwise, they're fucking useless. Why would you want, as a new technician, all your tools in a big-ass box that you can't move? You have to walk back and forth to get your tools. That's not efficient, especially for a lube tech, right? So get a cart. 
smaller investment. And if you don't like the fucking job or want out, you can take it home easily. Put it in your garage. Put it in your fucking garage. That's a fucking Canadian accent. Plus, you're not going to have to pay a fucking tool pimp every week for the rest of your fucking life. Unless they sponsor this podcast. Now, (laughs) as soon as I got my login, I would start taking all the fucking training that I could possibly take. That's how I would start out. There's so many shops out there. So many different choices. You can go to dealerships. You can go to independent shops. You can go to the fucking lube shop for whatever fucking reason they're open. I don't even know why they're still open. All they do is oil changes. The fuck. But there's so many different choices out there. You got to be careful, dude. Because a lot of them are going to feed you fucking bullshit. Some are going to pay flat rate. Some are going to pay hourly. Some are going to pay whatever the fuck they came up with. But if they hire you in, if you're a new tech listening to this, and they hire you in, right off the bat, put you on flat rate, don't fucking go there. It's not going to work out. Remember how I always say you got to take care of yourself? You got to look out for yourself because nobody else is looking out for you? Well, I kind of am. Putting my ass on the line every week. But hey, whatever. Hey, Brooklyn's got the best fucking pizza. Hey, put fucking air in these tires for me. Anyway, one thing I would change that I did and still do when taking the tests is actually pay attention and write shit down. Have a notebook and write shit down. I got the worst fucking memory, dude. Head trauma, CTE, fucking Down syndrome, whatever it is, dude. I forgot more than I know. I worked with a tech that used to keep a journal. He would write down the steps he took to find the problem in case he ran into that same problem again. I thought it was gay. I'm not going to lie. And I made sure he knew I thought that by calling him all kinds of fucking names. But now I think it was a great idea. I took the tests like a fucking flat rate tech, dude. I blew through them just to get them done. I didn't learn shit. Don't do that. That's what I'm saying. Write it down. Hey, get a fucking pencil, number two, and write it down, you fucking retard. Quit asking me so many fucking questions. The fuck out of my bay. (laughs) You know, this might sound crazy, but what I'm thinking right now is... I wouldn't work at the same shop for as long as I did, or even the same brand. That might sound pretty fucked up, especially to managers, but they do the same shit. They go where the money is. They have their own plans. They will quit and leave as soon as a better opportunity fucking shows up. If you think that they're going to let you know about it, give you a two weeks notice, you're an idiot. Now, I'm not saying... Don't give a two weeks notice, because you always should give a two weeks notice, whether they make you work it or not. At least you don't look like a piece of shit. Sometimes, hey, sometimes you gotta just fucking quit. But that's on you. That's that's your situation. I quit one shop. Gave a week notice. But I knew he was gonna tell me to go. Because I was gonna fucking burn it down. But hey, back in the day I started as a line tech at 11 bucks an hour flat rate. I worked there for like 10 years. When I left, I was making, I think, like 20. 20 something. I don't fucking know, dude. I was turning hours, but I was working my ass off, right? I went somewhere else. I got paid a couple dollars more per hour right off the bat. The second week I was there, I turned over 80 hours. 
Like nothing. Way more work to do. Way better shop. I was missing out. I feel like working at the same shop, you get overlooked and forgotten about. You get settled into that shop and that's your life. (coughs) That one shop. Those bays are your prison cell. You're serving your sentence. New techs will come in. They'll get paid what you get paid after being there for fucking 15 years and you get pissed off because they hired in a new tech that has less experience than you, but they pay them the same as you. What you don't realize is that you've been in the same shop for so long you don't know what's going on in the industry. You've been in the same prison locked up doing the same shit over and over. Someone from the outside comes in, they've been through more shit, worked at more places than you, they know how shit works, they come in, won't accept anything less than top pay, which the top pay is what you're making, say 28 bucks an hour. Well, the dealership across the town, same brand, their top pay is 34 bucks an hour. They're doing the same work you're doing. They get paid more than you to do the same shit. You have no idea because you're stuck in your ways, dude. You're stuck in the shop. You're stuck in the way that shop is ran. Locked up. You're afraid to leave. Then if you do leave and go somewhere else, you find out you wasted 15 years at the same shithole. Because now you're making six more dollars an hour working for better management and you have more work than you can fucking do. Then those techs at your new shop you just got hired at, techs that have been there for 20 years, are in the office bitching about the fact that you got hired in making what they make. It's full circle, dude. Same shit everywhere, dude. But guess what? You don't give a fuck. Because you're making the fucking bags. You're making them fucking bags, dude. Fuck them. Fuck them. When's the fucking pizza party at this fucking shop? Better be fucking thin crust. (laughs) Uh, Like I said before many times, if you don't think you have the skills to work for another brand or another shop, think again, dude. You will be surprised how many fucking hacks are out there. You might be one of the fucking hacks. But if you're not, once you start at another shop, you'll see how many really fucking exist. But if you are a real hack, please, go shop to shop. Do us a favor. Work at all the shops you possibly can. You're actually our only entertainment anymore. We love seeing you fuck shit up. Okay? There's nothing better than sitting at your toolbox watching a high-quality A1 fucking hack in action across the fucking shop. Hammering rotors off to take them to the off-car brake lathe when there's an on-car brake lathe. He says those fucking on-car brake lathes are pieces of shit. Carrying the fucking rotors with hammer marks in them. Have you ever seen a hack throw away? Listen, go to the new tech's garbage can before it gets fucking emptied and see how many new parts are in there, dude. I don't even fucking know what this episode is supposed to be about and I don't fucking care, dude. It is what it is. I got an email a while back from a listener, new listener, and he said that this was the type of podcast he was looking for. He said it helped him get through his day, and that's what I do this for. That's what I fucking do it for. Aight? We like to have fun. There's actually a lot of automotive podcasts out there now. I listen to one It's called Grease the Wheels. I'd like to have that dude on here one day I like his style email him for me and tell him to fucking hit me up love to have him on here the certified wrench podcast that's a good one 
Y'all got to check that one out. It's literally about traveling hacks that work out of their trucks and do repairs out in the shit. That's like the real traveling hack, dude. And I'm not saying they're hacks. They do the shit in the field, dude, by themselves, dude. No help. Real shit. I got tons of respect for those techs, dude. Tons. I could never do that. Laying on the ground in the dirt, mud, snow, pulling a fucking rear end, pulling a transmission. Anything, dude. In the shit. I hope you guys make some real heavy fucking bags. For real. Check out that podcast if you're interested in being a traveling hack. What are they called? In uh, Fuck. Fleet Techs. I had one of the guys on my goddamn podcast, and I can't think of the fucking name. What do they call them? Fuck. Uh, field Service Tech. That's what they call them. If I got it wrong, dude, fucking let me know. Anyway. Any fucking way. Uh, let me look through my notes here. I know there's some shit that I wanted to talk about. Oh, uh, somebody wanted to know what podcast I listened to. I listened to, uh, the fighter and the kid Rogan. Are you garbage podcast? Your mom's house this past weekend with Theo Vaughn, Bill Burr, Tim Dillon, PBD podcast, two bears, one cave, Jocko and cleared hot with Andy Stumpf. Those are the ones I mainly listen to. Uh, <clears throat> YouTube, Whistling Diesel, Top Notch Idiots, they're fucking crazy. The Story Till Now, Off-Road Shit, Eric Sim, Baseball Shit, Grand Thumb, Mr. Beast, Ed Bassmaster, Cletus. There's a bunch of them. That's the main ones, though. Would I do this shit again? Would I be a mechanic again? I'd probably do it. I'm that dumb. I made a good living doing this shit, dude. You can too. We all know that. Right? When you're at a good shop, you can make some fucking bags. Good management. I started back when there was no looking shit up online, dude. We had fucking books. Like, I like the books. Because you could just bring it right to the car and have the wiring schematic right fucking there. Some techs would even write in the fucking books... Mark each connector, write down what they measured, and whatever, dude. Some would even write wild shit in the fucking books. See if anybody found it. Shit that you get canceled for today. Let me see here. Oh, I wrote this down before I went on vacation. I got a bunch of emails of people wanting me to read their job ads on here, right? It's my fault. I said, hey, send them to me, and I'll read them on here. If they're any, you know, worth the shit. And I got a lot of emails, dude. I forget shit, alright? Well, one of them wrote me back and asked why I haven't read their job ad on here yet. So, to say the least, go fuck yourself. You ruined it for everybody. Now I'm not doing it. There's always some fucking dumb fuck out there that fucks it up for everybody else. And that was you. So, I'm not doing it anymore. If you want it fucking read on here, send me a fucking offer, alright? Sorry to everybody else, but it is what it is, dude. I don't play that shit. I don't have to fucking do anything. You can go fuck yourself. I offered to read them on here for free. I don't do it the next week, and you write me back complaining about it. 
Fuck you. I don't work for you. And if that's the way you fucking act, nobody should work for you. So I'm definitely not reading your shit on here. Even if you fucking sent me a bag. Anyways. Any any fucking way. I believe if I did start out, I would definitely start out in a dealership. I recommend that. Paid training from the manufacturer. Benefits. Top pay. Plenty of work. Start in a big dealership so you don't have to worry about it fucking closing down the next month. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure there's some techs out there listening that say dealerships are a ripoff. Stealership. Buddy system. A lot of them are like that. I'm not here fucking fighting for it. Go there, fucking ride out the free training as long as you can. If you don't like that shop, go to the better one. Just don't stay at a shitty shop. If you prefer to work at an independent shop, then go there. If you want to be a traveling hack and buy a U-Haul truck, fill it with tools and a Harbor Freight air compressor, fucking do that, dude. Get you a battery-powered sawzall and cut off some cats when it's slow. You know? Gotta make money somehow. I think mobile detailers make some fucking bags. I got some fucking Amaral, some rags, and I wipe down the fucking interior, and then I hose it down with some fucking New York water. And dry that bitch off and I make fucking bags. Hey, fucking be a mobile detailer, dude. I'd rather be a mobile detailer than a mobile mechanic. Right? It's got to be so much easier. I should have a mobile detailer on here. See what it's like. If you know one, hit me up, dude. I probably won't have him on here, though, honestly. Not that I don't want to. I'm just sure it won't work out. There'll be an internet problem, a microphone problem, computer problem, time or date issue. Oops, I forgot we were recording today. Can we try next week? Nope. Lamborghini Tech that was on here. Dude, you need to come back on here. Hit me up, dude. I just did a fucking remix and I came across that episode. That shit was funny. I like that one. If you want to come back on, hit me up, dude. The last episode I recorded... On 4th of July like an idiot. And my neighbors had to fucking shoot off their fireworks right out front of my house. So I had to fucking wrap that one up pretty quick. I didn't know if my Harbor Freight microphone was picking up the noise or not. You know? So instead I went inside and played Grand Theft Auto. You know I talk on here a lot about how to be a mechanic. Technician, whatever the fuck it is. What lube techs should be doing. Training new techs. Pay rates. Managers. I talk about all that shit. But what I don't talk about is what I don't know. An email that I replied back to made me think of this. How does a technician, a mechanic, retire? These are some questions for you guys out there. If you have the answers, fucking email me. Have you ever seen a mechanic retire? Like completely fucking retire from being a mechanic. Not retire, leave the shop, go work at a parts store. Or become an advisor. I'm talking fucking retire. Not having to work anywhere else. There's so many techs out there that are at the age of retirement, but still work in the shop. Barely. What's keeping them there? Can they not retire? I don't know. Is it their own fucking mistakes they made financial? I don't know. 
I'm not asking this for me. I'm not retiring any fucking time soon. There's no fucking way I could retire any fucking time soon. I don't know. Tell me if you know. You know, it seems like it's all about the technician shortage. That's all everybody talks about and how to keep technicians. Well, here's your answer to that. Money. That's what keeps technicians. Money, leadership, work-life balance, holidays off, plenty of work, done. There you go. That's solved. Better management. How do we retire? Tell us that. All right, that's all I got. Follow the Facebook page if you want. Instagram if you want. Patreon.com slash podcast if you want. Thanks for listening. I'll catch y'all next time.